History was just made. An important injustice was just overturned by Israel's Knesset this, in this building right behind me. Back in the year 2003, I and many other Israelis voted for the Likud, then led by Ariel Sharon, since their campaign platform represented a strong Israel against the weak platform of the Labor Party, then led by Amram Mitzna, that campaigned to destroy Jewish communities in the Gaza Strip and expel all the Jews from their homes. At the time, Ariel Sharon made it quite clear that all the Jewish communities in the Gaza Strip had the same status as Tel Aviv, and nobody would be expelled with no Jewish communities being destroyed, because he knew it wouldn't bring any peace with the Arabs. His famous line at the time in Hebrew was, Din Netzarim Kedin Tel Aviv. The law of Netzarim in Gaza Strip is the same as Tel Aviv. Unfortunately, after Ariel Sharon won that election in a landslide victory, showing that the Israeli public was totally against any pullout from Gaza, whether due to legal pressure or international pressure or both, Ariel Sharon made a 100-degree turn and implemented the pullout from Gaza that he campaigned against. 21 Jewish communities were totally destroyed and close to 10,000 Jews expelled from their homes. This was all based on the disengagement law passed in the Knesset that forbade Jews from being anywhere in the Gaza Strip or in the area of the four Jewish communities in the Shomron, Samaria, also destroyed part of that political plan. Thankfully, finally, after more than 18 years, this unjust disengagement law was just annulled by Israel's Knesset, allowing Jewish people to reclaim our rights in the four Jewish communities of the Shamron, Samaria. This is a major victory for the Jewish people, overturning one of the darkest periods in our short 75-year history. Before I continue with the details of this latest development, I just want to say thank you for joining me, Avi Abelo, for another episode of The Pulse of Israel, where I provide you with the inspiring, politically incorrect truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world. If you are not yet a subscriber, just visit pulseofisrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and you want to help us get it seen by more people, just click on the donate button so we can boost this video to be seen by more people. While we still do not have the legal authority or permission to rebuild the four destroyed communities of Chomesh, Sanur, Ganim, and Kadim in the Shomron, the overturning of this disengagement law is a major, major step towards the rebuilding of those four communities. The overturning of this unjust law is the best sign that the Jewish people are back on track to fulfilling our purpose, living in our ancestral homeland, stopping the anti-Jewish agenda that exists within the Jewish people that believes they must expel Jews from our ancestral homeland, the real Bible belt of humanity, Judea and Samaria, where so many of the Bible stories took place for the Jewish people. This is a significant step forward in ensuring the security and stability of Israel moving forward as a proud Jewish state, which we are supposed to be. Obviously, the Biden administration is admonishing Israel for correcting this historic injustice because, as most U.S. administrations, they want a weak Israel, always threatened by the genocidal enemy bent on destroying us, using U.S. funding, no less. As this headline clearly states, U.S. PAN's provocative repeal of disengagement law says it violates Israeli promises. Really? State Department spokesman extremely troubled by vote to re-legitimize four West Bank settlements evacuated in 2005 slams dangerous Smutrich claim there's no Palestinian nation. The funny thing about the world's anger at Smutrich, that's our finance minister, for stating the truth that there is no people called Palestinians, is that Smutrich is in good company. Former Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir said the same thing. Just listen. I mean, where, when were Palestinians born? 
What was all, what was all this area before the First World War? When Britain got the mandate over Palestine, what was Palestine then? Palestine was then the area between the Mediterranean and the Iraqian border. You say there is no such thing as East and West Bank? No. East and West Bank was Palestine. I'm a Palestinian. From 21 until 48, I carried a Palestinian passport. There was no such thing in this area as Jews and Arabs and Palestinians. There were Jews and Arabs. And one of the heads of the PLO agreed with her publicly. He said there are no differences between Jordanians, Palestinians, Syrians, or Lebanese. We are all one people. It is for political reasons only that we carefully emphasize our Palestinian, quote unquote, identity. That was Zuhar Moshin in an interview decades ago with a Dutch paper called True, or however it's said in Dutch. But I digress. We are extremely proud of the Knesset's decision to reverse this unjust disengagement law, even though it is only the first step. The reversal of this law only applies to the four communities in the Shomron, Samaria. We are still waiting patiently for the law to be overturned regarding the 21 destroyed Jewish communities in the Gaza Strip. In the meantime, we look forward to seeing the process of rebuilding these four Jewish communities in the Shomron in Samaria. We are also deeply grateful for the tireless efforts of all those who have been working so hard to make this happen, and they've been working on this for 18 years. Anyone who has not yet watched my movie, Home Game, about what happened to the Jews of the Gaza Strip back in the summer of 2005, go watch it. It was about the youth, of the Jewish youth of Gush Katif, the Gaza Strip, who fought to win a basketball tournament at the same time that they fought to save their homes in that summer of 2005. Please understand everyone, peace is impossible until our Jewish-Israeli leadership internalize all these truths I'm sharing with you and they lead accordingly based on those truths. Trying to solve a problem, the Middle East conflict, based on a pyramid of lies like the existence of a fake people called Palestinians or that Jews have no right to live in our ancestral homeland won't solve the problem, won't solve the conflict. It just amplifies the problem and motivates our enemies to continue using more terror against us and cause the death of more innocent Jews in their terror war. Remember, Palestine is the biggest Jew-hating anti-Semitic global movement in all of history. And even worse, too many Jews prefer to ignore this basic and very blatant truth. Looking forward to returning to the Northern Shimron and then to the Gaza Strip. Signing off from the eternal and ancestral homeland of the Jewish people, from the seat of our sovereignty as a nation in our ancestral homeland, the Knesset, here in our eternal and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time. Thanks for watching me, everyone, for another episode of the Pulse of Israel. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.